Welcome to Up The Town, the show that unites the worldwide Wrexham fanbase from the doors of the turf to the shores of the Pacific. We give you maximum effort to bring you the passion and pride of the Red Dragons like never before. This is Up The Town, the ultimate celebration of Wrexham AFC. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Up The Town. We are the champions, baby. Wrexham have done it. They have gained promotion to the Football League. Rob and Ryan's promise to get us there has been fulfilled. And now, you know, hopefully the sky's the limit. I am back in the U.S. after a, a whirlwind, amazing trip to Wrexham, also attending the FA Cup semifinal between Man United and Brighton. <clears throat> but we're going to talk about kind of the whole experience uh, that that happened while in Wrexham and uh, just some some awesome, you know, awesome people that I've met and and really just some amazing experiences. So uh, I got to Wrexham uh, on Friday morning, last Friday, Friday, well, not Wrexham. I actually got into the UK last Friday morning, flew into London, uh, took the train up from London into Wrexham, had to change a few things, had a train cancellation. So got there a little bit later than, than I had uh, hoped for, but uh, that that's fine. Got there, went straight to the turf, uh, had a little chat with Wayne, talked about kind of setting up for, for the podcast, went back, I met my friend Kyle. Um, some of you who, who met me probably met him as well. Kyle is in the military. He is stationed in Cambridge, just north of London, and he's come with me to a few matches uh, in Wrexham as well. So uh, just, a, just a really cool kind of chill Friday that led into a, you know, a fun evening. Uh, we, uh, we set up on a, an old bourbon barrel uh, shockingly enough, which is hilarious for those of you that know my other podcast, Bourbon with Friends. <clears throat> that was kind of interesting. Set the mics up on, on there. We sat up in in the uh, in the in the room with uh, you know all the bricks and and where Rob and Ryan signed the wall. Very cool, very interesting. And and Wayne and I did a podcast there. Uh, we also did kind of a, a another sh- not another show, but it's tagged on to the Live at the Turf show. Uh, so it was very fun to do that in the turf. People were coming by, buying us drinks, was setting things down. You know, the, we weren't going to really necessarily drink a whole lot of beer, but the beer just kept showing up. So you can't really turn down free beer. A couple other interesting things happened within that day was was sitting there and uh, a gentleman had come by with ITV News. And then next thing you know, I'm in the race course ground. I'm on. The, uh, I'm right next to the pitch getting interviewed for ITV News. Uh, a little bit after that, we had. Uh, uh, we, you know, had a few drinks and, and then enjoyed just, um, uh, you know, enjoyed, uh, some company, some laughs, talked to Wayne a little bit more. Uh, and then, um, uh, and then, uh, uh, did a show after that we got interviewed by the daily mail. Uh, one gentleman does a column. I think they both do sports columns. One of them's writing, writing a book and the other one was kind of documenting, uh, the pictures and things like that. It, it was just a kind of really cool experience to, to have that. Um, Saturday was just an incredible day. Obviously, you know, it, the culmination of, of Rex and winning the title, but just the entire atmosphere, getting to the turf front of the line, you know, meeting people. We had, we had a tape, we had two tables from people from Colorado and Alabama, Texas, Kentucky, Canada, 
it was just a, an amazing thing to meet so many new people and and make friends and obviously through the match so so many other people you know came up to us or we came up to them and had conversations having a few beers having some laughs doing some sing songs uh we we knew we needed food at some point and so we actually ordered papa john's they delivered it straight to the turf we went outside there's pictures uh uh, uh online with that is pretty cool and then all of a sudden there's a stir in the turf and next thing you know there is ant-man Ant-Man, Mr. Paul Rudd is sitting on the seat uh, in the turf, having a beer, went over there, uh, got to see him interacting with Wayne a little bit, uh, but also got a snagged a little picture with him as he walked by, said a little, you know, had like a, you know, 10 second little back and forth. And and that was the end of it. But it was pretty cool to see Ant-Man in there. There's more about that here kind of as a follow up. But the anticipation really built, built and built and built all day in the turf, just seeing the you know, the atmosphere and the anticipation. And as, as we got closer to the match, the songs got louder and the people, you know, the fans were more intense. The beer was flowing a little bit more. We were very excited. I honestly was not nervous about the match whatsoever uh, until a minute in and Borum would score. And I think a lot of us were in that moment of like, what the shit just happened. It was such a fluke goal. I uh, look at credit to them is a, is a brilliant finish. Uh, nothing that that Ben Foster could do, obviously. Great finish, and um, and just uh, you 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 didn't necessarily go, oh shit, we're gonna lose. But there was just that sense of, is this gonna be one of those matches where we're gonna have to pull something out at the death, or we're just not gonna play very well? Uh, and then obviously Elliot Lee comes in with a header, uh, and then Paul Mullen does what Paul Mullen does best, and just absolutely scores two absolutely brilliant goals and and there you go three one full whistle sounds and and wrecks are champions and it was seeing rob and ryan embrace and and what it meant to them but not just that but in you know i actually didn't have tickets to the match i went because i wanted to be there for 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 the event you know i wanted to see be in the in the town to watch Wrexham win the title and the turf was just as an amazing, as an amazing experience. First time I've ever watched a match in the turf uh, and not been in the race course. Uh, so just a phenomenal experience. Uh, every goal, every, every whistle, every foul, you felt it, you know, it was almost like we were in the ground. It was just an extension of the ground. And it was so loud in there when, when Wrexham scored or anything positive happened, you know, and just random people coming up and hugging you or kissing you on the cheek. And some people were crying and, you know, this is before the final whistle even sounds and just everyone just so jubilant uh, and, and excited for what was about to happen. When it was two, one, the party atmosphere started a little bit more. There was a little sense of hesitation, but I mean, at that point, form Road really weren't doing shit. I mean, they weren't threatening goal. They weren't really doing anything. Uh, Wrexham kind of had it by the scruff of the neck. And when the, Paul Mullen knocked that third goal in, I mean, you just knew it was lights out, night, night time. The trophy, uh, the championship and promotion were were ours and we were we were going up. Uh, I know they they said, uh, you know, don't storm the pitch and everything. And that, that pitch invasion was amazing. And storming the pitch and seeing the celebration with the players and some of the shots that came out with like Paul Mullen and things like that. Uh, but then afterwards to see... Robin Ryan on the pitch and the trophy celebration and just everything was, was such an amazing thing to kind of be there. 
Uh, I didn't know this at the time. Wayne actually didn't go to the match. And and it was so... It, it, first of all, I, and then I looked at him later. I was like, what the fuck, man? You should have let me use your ticket. And then his wife was just like, fuck, you know, I'm his wife. And I didn't even need, need, know that he didn't go. And I wanted to go. It was, it was cool. But right after the match, the final whistle, he was in there. And I walked over and I hugged him. And you could just feel the weight of so much come off his shoulders. And, you know, I know I'm newer to this journey and I appreciate so many of you that have that are you know lifelongs and and have been through this road and and the ups and the downs and the disappointments and the and the shitty owners and all that. But to to kind of have someone that you've become really good friends with and then feel that weight come off their shoulders, embracing them from you just it was just such an amazing experience. I, I don't know how else to uh, to to uh to relate it was it was really weird like i'm hugging him and stuff and we're we're embracing for and it was a you know it was a little bit of an you know an embrace and i let go and i turn over and and there's cameras right next to me and i was just like where the hell did these guys come from and i'm just kind of laughing like well shit (laughs) i hope that moment isn't you know blasted all over tv one day but you know who knows It, it was it was it was such a cool thing that that you, you, I got to just experience that. And then obviously the trophy celebration, everybody going crazy. We are the champions was probably saying 5 million times on the jukebox. It was on constantly all, all night. Uh, at one point though, I, I had had, I was just, I mean, the turf is a sweat lodge. It was, it was so hot, so stuffy. I, I just, I just had to just get out for a few minutes. So we'll walk down to my hotel at the premiere. And for those of you that are familiar with Wrexham, it's, you know, two minute walk. Uh, those of you who aren't, you could look up Premier in Wrexham and, and see how close it is to the turf of the race course. I walked there. I changed my shirt, put on some new deodorant, a little bit. You know, I just stunk and I felt gross. Uh, took a little towel, wiped off and I headed back as I'm as I'm walking back into the turf and about to go in. Wayne's kind of popping out. Wayne looks at me. He's like, you coming? And I've learned enough in my life that when someone says, are you coming? You just kind of go with it because there's something probably happening. Uh, go turn around the corner around a, a cab. And once you fucking know it, there's Ant-Man again. Uh, there is Paul Rudd standing right there. And Wayne's having, you know, having a conversation. I not only got to be a part of that uh, with Wayne and his wife, but also there's also Joe Russo. For those of you who don't know who Joe Russo is, Joe Russo uh, is the director for Avengers and other Marvel movies. So not only did I get to meet an Avenger, I got to meet the guy who directed the Avenger movies. And it was just such a cool experience, like talking about Wrexham, talking about what this means, the connection, hearing their story about how this is a connection now for them. And us, you know, myself, I shared a little bit about my story with them, about why this is a connection for me. And just having, you know, 15, 20 minutes of, of a conversation and being able to just talk to people, you know, you really get to see the human side. And it was, you know, and I it, look, that's credit to Wayne allowing me to have that experience. Um, you know, if I had just probably walked up to Paul Rudd, I don't think he's ha- has his guard down because I was with Wayne. I think he has his guard down. He's more of himself. He's able to kind of correspond. And, you know, with Bourbon with Friends, I've had a lot of cool experiences with celebrities. That was such a cool experience, though, because I'm a big Marvel Marvel fan and to see that and to have that kind of little, you know, that little tie in was, you know, it's just so unexpected. And I mean, who would have ever thought, at least for me, I, you couldn't have told me a year ago, even uh, two years ago, that I'm going to be sitting in a, in a in a town of Wales called Wrexham, meeting an Avenger and talking about soccer. 
I mean, it's it's such an amazing experience to to see, and it's only in Wrexham. And and the you know, so many people were then asking for like interviews and comments about the match. The picture that I I posted, my friend Sandy that I had just met that day, we've talked every every day since. She's uh, lives in in uh, in in the UK now, but she's fr- uh, from Canada. It went a little bit viral, went crazy. So many people just asking about the match, the the um, uh, the atmosphere and everything like that was just so so cool. And then <laughs> I'm flying home the next day. The BBC International reaches out to me and asks me if I'll come live on BBC International to do an interview. So I did BBC Live before I left my hotel room on Monday morning. And I had to turn down interviews with uh, BBC UK and CNN International because I was going to be on a flight. So I couldn't go, go and do live TV interviews. They wanted to do, to do that. Uh, but just look, it wasn't that's not what it was about. It was just a cool experience to have those people kind of, you know, asking that and and to be a part of it. But, uh, you know, it's not what it's about. It's about the people. It's about the club. It's about the friends that I've made there. And look, you can tell that this is going to be a lifelong obsession. You know, my son is going to grow up with Wrexham now. And it's these are the things that people, I think, Something, not everyone's seen this aspect of it, but in America, you know, I've made this correlation that Wrexham is is such an amazing story because it's an underdog story. It's something that people feel they can be a part of and grow with. And I'm not knocking the fact that a lot of people have grown up around Premier League clubs. Look, and I think I said this maybe on a previous podcast, and if I did, sorry. Uh, but we had Man United, we had Arsenal, we had Chelsea. AC Milan, uh, Inter Milan, Real Madrid, Barcelona, and and uh, Bayern Munich, really. Those were the ones that were on TV because of the Champions League. They were on the TV the most. So you had the most exposure to those teams, and that was where you kind of gravitated to, why those teams are so popular here. And to a lesser extent, Liverpool, they weren't as good, you know, kind of in, in the formative years when soccer was starting to get really big here in the U.S., now I think you have a generation of people like me who are either Man United fans or Liverpool supporters or Chelsea or your, uh, AC Milan, whatever. But you have this Wrexham story and you have this incredible you know, feeling of belonging and, and the people are so welcoming in the town and, and you just feel like a part of you is there. And it doesn't even, I, I made this comment to, to a few people, when I go to Wrexham, it doesn't even feel like I left home. I just feel like I've gone to another part of home and it's so casual for me and, and relaxed and, and awesome in the atmosphere and the people. That's why I think Wrexham is going to become bigger and bigger and bigger in the U S it's already becoming bigger and bigger in the U S it's be, they're becoming bigger all over the world What Robin Ryan have done from a story perspective is amazing. Today we're seeing, you know, maybe Gareth Bale, there's a chance Gareth Bale comes out of retirement and plays for Wrexham. And I, just so everybody is, I called that. If you live in Wrexham, go ask Wayne at the turf. Did Paul say that that, that it was going to happen? I'm standing by it. Gareth Bale is going to play for, for, for Wrexham. It just makes too much sense. There's just a, a the, the storyline would be too good. Uh, ben Foster, I think, is coming back. I, I you know. I, I've, I've, there's too much out there. I think Ben Foster is 100% going to come back. I think you're going to see some interesting players start to come through Wrexham. I think you're going to start to see some really top tier American players going through the ranks that maybe instead of going to an MLS or something, they might go to Wrexham because of the exposure and, and, and using that. And look, like it or not, Wrexham's going to be 
maybe for the next little bit, a uh, a feeder club in, in some instances. You know, some top talent's going to go go in, but they're going to get some top talent back. And that's okay. Look, until they get to the Premier League, as long as they keep getting promoted, that's all that matters, right? I'm going to make a prediction now, and I'm saying Wrexham, Wrexham will be promoted next year. That is my call. Now, maybe they're not going to win League Two, but I think I think that Wrexham goes up, and I think they go up automatically. Don't think they go through the playoffs. I think they go boom, boom, and go straight to League One. Things get real awesome with that. Look, the squad is all, is very good. There's a great core of players. They do need to strengthen the squad a little bit. I think if they straight, strengthen the squad, you know, with a couple of players, maybe a Gareth Bale or a Robson Khan who come out of retirement and come play, you know, those are the aspects in that League Two situation. You can really do a lot of damage, and you can, you can be a very, very good squad. I think they're better than most League Two squads are now, to be honest with you. So I, there's, there's a lot of hope, I think, for the next – two years specifically look Wrexham I think could go bounce 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 there is a good chance Wrexham could go bounce the league two and bounce to, bounce the league one and bounce into the championship it's not out of the realm of possibility now when you get to the championship you know, look I, I don't think we're going to say league one league two championship premier league in in three years that's pushing it but I don't think it's out of the realm of the of possibility to be in the championship in the next three to four years in the premier league in the next Look, six or seven years to get into the Premier League would be fucking amazing. I mean, if you think about where Wrexham are, if it takes six to seven years from from now, right? Not from the last season, from this season to get into the Premier League, I'd cut your arm. I'd cut your hand off for it. 100%. It'd be amazing. It's an amazing story. Either way, what happens? Now, this is where I think the momentum gets capitalized on. And, and there's some people that were, you know, I saw some comments, and it's not very, very many, but we're talking about the documentary and things like that. You know, oh, it's it's not about that. It's 100% about that. It's the exposure that players can come to Wrexham and get this type of media exposure and get this these advertising and get these uh, get these sponsorships that they might not have at another club. You know, they go to a Coventry or or a even a Luton uh, town or something like that. It, you know, fuck, even Knotts County. They don't have the exposure that Wrexham has, especially on the international level. And the ability to make different type of endorsement deals is going to be a big thing for Wrexham. And Wrexham's not going to have to pay a premium for players now to come, go into League Two and and come down maybe a league because of the, the, the marketing and branding opportunities that's going to be there. It's going to be so incredibly high. It's going to be a place that a lot of players are going to want to come to that or maybe starting their careers with a lot of talent, ending their careers, and maybe they don't go to the championship or maybe they don't go down a league. Maybe they don't go to, uh, maybe they don't go to a Wolverhampton or, a, or Crystal Palace, you know, or, or a Leicester city. And maybe they come down to the championship or, or even maybe got maybe even league one and play for Exum. Now, maybe some people are going to think that's crazy and bad shit. And that's fine. I mean, that's, it's possible. I could be off my rocker, but Rob and Ryan are going to bring in someone else at some point with a lot of money to back this. That stadium is going to keep getting renovated. There's going to be more things done to that to make it bigger and better and more state of the art. And not in one short season, the capacity is going to go up almost 6,000. This is going to be a, a monumental occasion for Exum. And it's just going to be something I think builds more and more and more. And I cannot wait for this. I can't wait for my son to be a little bit older and take him and let him experience it. Uh, and and kind of he's going to grow up with this. And this is going to be in his DNA. You got to think about this now. Like I have I have a son who's going to be three and a half and he's going to have kids and then they're going to be Wrexham fans. Right. 
this starts a generational fandom. That's also how you build a very successful international club. And you have your Man United's and Liverpool's where you have these, you know, you, these multi-generational fan bases. Wrexham's going to start to do that. And I think 15, 20 years from now, Wrexham could potentially be a very, very big team in Europe. I mean, they're going to be a big team around the world. They're a big team in the United States. And if you're a big team in, in the UK and you're a big team in the United States, you're going to have a lot of revenue. You're going to have a lot of funding. You're going to have a lot of, uh, you're going to have a lot of endorsements, a lot of sponsorships. There's going to be a lot of cash flow. That's going to be a very cool thing. And I, at that to me is where Wrexham have a good shot. And if you bring in uh, another like minority owner that has a ton of funding that can back and, uh, you know, that can back and give the, give them a little bit more spending power to kind of take things to that second, third, you know, fourth tier. The sky's the limit. I, and I can't wait to see what happens here. Um, the rest of the weekend was interesting. Uh, you know, I, I went to the FA Cup semifinal. Uh Train down. We were going through. We were going to go to my my friend Kyle was going to take me to Birmingham, and I was going to take the train down to London. That didn't work. Had to go out of. Um, uh, where did I go out of? Now I just why did my brain just absolutely lose its freaking mind? Um, but there was like a, a a bike rally or something like that, and um, that bike rally had uh, um that bike rally had uh, closed the highway down. So we couldn't get, go the main way to Birmingham. And so we had to kind of take a, a little detour. Where in the world, where in the world did he say? Now this is irritating me that I, I forgot where I, uh, Shrewsbury, that's it. Shrewsbury we had to get I had to get the chain in Shrewsbury and I got to London like at 318 I still had to get to my hotel and change and get to Wembley I made it I made it about I made it into my seat about five minutes before kickoff so that that was good uh boring ass match I don't know for those of you that didn't watch it absolutely boring it's my second FA Cup been in the FA Cup final uh very boring very boring match uh, you know, obviously to the end with penalties, not a lot really happened. It was not a very exciting uh, cup tie. Uh, I was very much struggling. I was out to about 4.30 in the morning the night before enjoying the the, cha the championship with Wrexham and, and having a good time with a lot of the friends that, that we had met. Struggling a little bit until I got a hot dog and then just powered through. Uh, but it was not a very good match. And, you know, all the uh, all the real exciting things happened. Uh, definitely on the uh, uh, on the pitch at the race course ground. So uh, exciting news on the on on the on the show front uh, over the weekend. We are the number one Wrexham related podcast on Apple in the United States. That is amazing. Thank you so much for that. We're the number two Wrexham related podcast on Apple in the UK. Freaking phenomenal. Thank you so much, everyone, for that. Uh, you know, I, I want to keep bringing content. We're going to do a, a preview show. Uh, probably tomorrow or Friday for Torquay, and and you know then we're going to go into the into the off season. We're going to bring people in from all over the world and have conversations about Rexon with them. Uh, but on top of that, also, uh, oh uh, Spencer, I think is going to come on. Um, you, some of you might have remembered him from the documentary. He you know he was volunteering running the club for a long time. We've talked to him. I think we're going to set up a time for him to come on the show. So that'll be a really cool a cool conversation as well. 
And uh, and then obviously we get into the summer friendlies and and I'm going to probably attend one of those and and we'll do some preview post-match fun stuff like that. You know, it's be a little bit more upbeat because it's going to, you know, friendlies don't really matter. It's just going to be fun. It's going to be great exposure. And I think we're going to talk about from the more of the marketing and uh, more marketing side and how big it is for Wrexham and seeing what, what it's doing within the United States. So. Uh, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. If you do listen and you are listening on Apple Podcasts or even Spotify, if you could give us five stars on Spotify or if you can leave a review on Apple, it just means so much. It helps myself out. It helps other people find this. Trying to create content and engaging, you know, it does take time out of the day. Uh, it And and it just means a lot when you see that. So if you do see, you, you do have a moment and you could give that, I'd really appreciate that. Um, we are the champions, baby. I am I'm so excited. I'm I, I I'm I it's just an amazing experience. And here's the bigger and better things. I cannot wait to go to the opening match next season and you know get to Wrexham a couple times next year and, and get to do these live in the turf again. Those are really fun shows. And just uh keep doing bigger and better things and, and engaging with everybody out there. And I hope the live shows continue to grow and maybe we'll start to do some watch alongs as we get more followers and more engagement, you know, the more that you guys share the show and the more that, that you guys engage with the program, the more things that I'll be able to do, the more things I'll, I'll want to do to engage everybody. Uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Uh, but I'm so blessed and humbled by the reception that I've had so far and, and just very excited to see what the future brings. We are the champions. Rexham are going up. Thanks everyone for listening. Talk to you soon. And that's a wrap for Up The Town. Thanks for joining us and being part of the worldwide Wrexham family. Keep that red dragon spirit alive and burning bright. No matter where you are in the world, remember, it's always sunny in Wrexham. Up The Town.